4: Boys and girls, ladies and gents. Welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. Is your favorite Uncle Silk.
3: Man, that's the All-American, 35.
2: And Dan.
4: Yeah, make sure you say All-35 uh, after that All-American, because yeah, they think it's me, you know? Yeah, I, got, I gotta, gotta, I
3: gotta <laughs> know what's All-American this is.
2: <laughs> yeah, they definitely know it's not me. but.
3: I told it's you, rivalry. Week. I told you, Dan. You you get your ladders going. You, you can be an all-American. All right? I'll yeah. teach you the necessary steps. You know, I I can I, teach you some ladder, but I, I I you know I can't teach you too much. I, hey, Redell go...
2: tried, man. Redell tried. If Redell can't get effort.
3: him right, nobody I, can get him I, right. I, I don't know what to tell him, then If, if Redell tried and they get it right, mm. it's rivalry. You just so, got to put him at the goalie. Your goalie.
4: That's
2: right. That's right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, hey man, it's definitely it's, it's, it's definitely it's a rivalry. Good. It's
4: cupcake week for us.
2: Yeah, that's
4: right. So it yeah, used to be robbery good. week, but it's cupcake week now. Who's your favorite robbery, Not not us. Like to watch. Uh, or who are you looking forward to watching um, Saturday? That's not us. Iron Bowl. For sure. Yeah, Iron Bowl yeah, is gonna Iron be Bowl. interesting. Yeah, Iron, I like I Iron like, Bowl. I
2: always like. I uh, like I like the Iron Bowl um, just because, especially in the last few years, it's been a uh, been good game. But I really like that Army Navy game. I know it's a uh, yeah yeah. I know it's, I know it's different, but um, but I love it. I love all of the uh, the revelry and the the excitement around the game. I like the uh, the honor and everything else that they have. Um, I just think it's cool. It's an, it's a week all by itself. It doesn't compete against the other any other game. So I'm gonna yeah. go with that Army Navy game. I like I like.
4: Uh, I like oh, go ahead. No go no go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me what you like. So I like Ohio State Michigan this year. Yeah. I okay. think I think it's a lot of storylines. Urban Meyer is gone. Yeah. Harbaugh has never beat these people, you know?
2: Think, I don't think it's going to happen this year. Yeah. And, then,
4: and then it starts to get a little weird for Harbaugh, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. First, Urban think- was the guy. Not, it's not even Urban. Urban's right. backup is beating you, you know? Yeah, that's so gets a little Day. weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
2: yeah. how long – do you do you think that Michigan just keeps them around? I mean, at some point in time, they, they got to beat Ohio State, but how long do you think Harbaugh has at, at Michigan to do that? Because it's uh, – it's I think pretty. it's
3: slim. It's, yeah, it's not. It's a chance of looking slim for him right now. Yeah, yeah no, I, think, I, think, I think they pull it two years. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say one or two years yeah. max. Yeah, for sure. Hey Dan, what do you think about that? Was it Yale and Harvard with the protesters on the field?
2: I, I'm not gonna get into it on this show, but I did. I mean, I get it. You know, I, I understand that sometimes you have a fight. You know that you want to you want to make visible and public. What what I get, I guess I get frustrated is that it's at an inconvenience of a lot of people. And I know that there's going to probably be a bunch of people that are in my mentions that are climate alarmists and everything else. I get it. But you know, you're at a, you're at a football game. You delay the game for an hour. The game almost doesn't get finished. Um, and I think your, your message doesn't get spread. I think people just get annoyed. Right. And I think, you know, that that happens a lot when you block traffic or when you do a lot of things to disrupt kind of the way of life. Now we have a much deeper discussion about what that means and, you know, disrupting, you know, life is a, is a good, you know, noble cause to do for something as important. Maybe it's climate change or whatever you might believe in. But um, you know, I think there's a time and a place, and I don't always think that those messages get get received well when you're uh, when you're holding everything up. I don't know. What do What do you guys think?
3: Right, so, what What you just think? What What happened to people? If they did that in the swamp on on, on Florida State week. Uh, oh, they, only got,
4: they only got dragged out of the stadium, but I, I'm
3: now
4: nah, my opinion on this. I'm just always like, I don't have. I mean, protesting is, that's what it is. It's like interrupting some shit. You know, that's just what it is. I don't even know they was protesting for, but I'm always with a violent protest. I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
4: you know, but you're right. It does interrupt stuff, but I think that's the purpose of it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm yeah, yeah, to, yeah. No,
2: like, I, I get it, that, that, right? Um, it, like, you know, I I, I wonder what delay... What was it about? That, I don't even it know was, was about, it about climate change. It was about climate change. Climate change? change? Yeah.
4: Wow. So... I yeah, guess get this, the I mean, get them out of here, bro.
2: Yeah. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So th- I guess this. is... am oh, like, the- thoughts right. man, What are you talking about cool, climate change? Man. And, yeah, we're not going to get into debate on my thoughts on climate change, but this is what I think, <laughs> right? Like, you you have a football game that that's happening in the middle. It's uh, a rivalry and- game too, by the way. Yeah, it's a, it's a rivalry game. It's also not like a highly televised game. Like I know it was on TV, but it's not a game that a lot of people are watching. I don't. I mean, obviously they made a statement that made it all over the national news, so maybe they did. You know what they wanted to get done but you know if the game doesn't finish you know maybe they play the game the next day they delay everything i mean i don't know i I don't have a a super strong take on it because i know people are going to get mad at at the opinion that i have of hey like it just seems like you're, you're wasting time to waste time but um you know i think it's a it's an important discussion to have but i also think that there's better more practical ways to have that discussion and i don't think the message was furthered along by delaying a football game for an hour
4: no, I just think it's gotta be. I mean, it's a, it's a, inter, interrupt like climate change has gotta be fur, far down the protesting list. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, and and as for sports, they need to go far down the list as well. Go protest a tennis game, like right, <laughs> right. That's what they should be interrupting. but but but, I think uh,
2: of like the crowd right that's going to probably be at a Harvard-Yale game I think of a lot of people that go to Harvard and Yale probably lean left I think a lot of them probably agree and sympathize with the protesters anyway so I don't even know if that's like an audience that like is worth delaying the game over it's like yeah we all agree with you like like, can we, like, keep it moving, right? Um, I think that there is a lot of, you know, causes that are worth fighting for and nonviolent protests and everything else. I just don't know if that was a way to get your message across that, like, furthered the message along, right? Like, I think yeah, you just yeah, annoyed people. Yeah, football show,
4: bro. I don't even want to get into all these politics yeah, yeah. no more. I, uh,
2: so Thanksgiving, guys. Thanks for it. Speaking of politics at the table. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Thanksgiving, let's just talk about, I mean, I don't even get into the politics of Thanksgiving, let's just talk about some food, side dishes We talked sure. dessert last week,
3: what's your favorite side dish, uh, Ma? Man, we, we, we do that thing with, with collard greens, you know how that go, Dan, well, I don't know if you know about that, Dan
2: Yeah, uh, absolutely, we, I had some we, collard greens we, on uh, on Saturday, thank you very much oh,
3: Yeah, but now I'm not, talk, Dan, talk, Dan. Where? From where, Dan, from where, because it, it all from depends a play, from, a place
2: here, from a place here in Tampa at Armature Works where hello? <laughs> it's it's a restaurant, Ahmad. You don't ever come visit me when you're here, so you wouldn't know these places.
3: Hey, what, well, Dan? I don't know. <laughs> hey, you no. Know, next time I'm there, Dan. Right.
2: Hey, you'll but, be uh, here next Thursday, right?
3: There you go. We'll Dece- be December
2: fifth, Tampa Bay Lightning game. Well,
3: there you go. All right. So I'm a I'm a uh, collard green and a and a mac and cheese dude, man. I, I mac hmm. and oh. cheese. What you like Dan? <laughs>
2: Okay, is is mac and cheese a like a staple on your Thanksgiving? Like we never had mac and cheese for Thanksgiving.
4: Like yeah, we yeah black people or, gonna yeah. have that.
2: Yeah, like black yeah, people. Mac,
4: mac, mac and cheese cooked every holiday. And, yeah. and,
3: and, and there's no hesitation.
2: Yeah, you, you, got, <laughs> you guys bake it or for sure, for yeah. sure,
3: man. And then, okay. and you gotta have baked beans
2: so, on Thanksgiving. Yeah, what? We just do things a little different, I guess. Um I it sounds delicious. Y'all I love bake baked beans. beans.
3: Y'all me, um beans oh no,
4: Yeah, we, we do. Um, I don't know who in charge of the baked beans this year, but I don't really touch baked beans on Thanksgiving, though.
3: <laughs> That's on the 4th
4: of July. They be there, but I don't yeah.
3: really put it on
4: Thanksgiving. You with know? it? Nah, <laughs> nah, I get my greens, my yams, yeah. uh, uh mac, a little mac and cheese, but no, nah, I don't really touch the baked beans, bro.
3: I, yams, I, they grew on me. Like, when I was younger, okay. I ain't really... You know, I ain't really food with them. But as I got older, I, I start really, really getting into them. I you know. uh, I, I, I'm no. a big. Uh, go ahead. I don't, I don't, I, don't like turkey for real. I think that's the most overrated. Come on. Man, I don't disrespect
2: the I turkey. Think, I, yeah, I think, yeah, it's the chef. It's it's a a chef of a, that's a chef problem. That's a chef. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> bro, that's a chef problem, bro. Listen,
4: listen. We fry it. We smoke it. It don't matter yeah. how we cook it right here. It's busting. It's, it's happening.
2: All right, uh, yeah, I, I gotta, yeah, I fools
4: uh, with I fools with turkey over the ham. You know I don't mess with it, but I never. Ham
3: me, Slice man.
4: Hell me. That turkey was set. I'm telling you, you just got to cook it right, bro. It's I slow. All right, all right. Damn, straight I am
2: side. Yeah, man. Um, big. Uh, my my uh, my mom makes a corn a uh, cornbread stuffing uh, that's outstanding or dressing, whatever you guys want to call it. Dressing. Uh, absolutely okay. outstanding. My grandmother's recipe. Um, Is it and stove then top? uh. Say what? Stovetop. Um, sorry. You know what stove top is? Top, no, no, no. I do sorry. I was distracted on uh on something else. <laughs> uh, I was thinking of the uh the uh, the uh, mashed potatoes that they uh that they made too. Uh, yeah. Um, shit. What was I even talking about? I completely You're talking, lost. You, my you talking about the
4: dressing, bro? Yeah,
2: yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Not not on the not on the stovetop. No, it's all on the. Uh, <laughs> all in the oven. So, uh, you bake the cornbread, uh, sorry guys, I just completely got distracted there. Um, got, uh, you make the cornbread, obviously you bake that, and then you mix all the ingredients together. Uh, and then you're going to put it in the, uh, in the oven. It's an, it's an oven dish for, uh, for my family. It's not an inside the Turkey thing. It's definitely not a stovetop thing. So no, that's hours of, uh, of countless work that my mom uh, puts in. So, um, when she listens to this, I just know that was, that was uncle silk was the disrespectful one. Yeah, I didn't just, just ask
4: questions, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just asked questions. I, yeah, I and then, this, uh, you and
2: know? then, and then I, I was thinking of uh, the mashed potatoes that uh, my grandmother used to make. She, she passed away uh, about a year and a half ago, so um, this would be the second Thanksgiving without her. But, uh, I mean, if there wasn't probably six or seven cows worth of butter and, and cream in those um, mashed potatoes, man, but they were out of this world good. So uh, I'll, put, miss, uh, I'll miss those. Well,
4: you put cranberry in your uh, –
2: no, I said cream.
4: No, I'm saying I'm asking uh, you a question. Do you, do you uh, put cranberry in your dressing?
2: Uh, no. Um, they they've put you know some dried cranberries and stuff like that. In there, I'm not a huge cranberry by themselves type of guy. Um, I wouldn't mind it in there, but no, the recipe doesn't call for that. It Calls for a little onion, a little, uh, a little yeah. celery. Um, yeah. You know, but no, no, not, not a lot of cranberry, but.
4: Yeah, that sounds like she knows she's doing in there, Dan.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. My, uh, my grandmother knew how to Southern cook. I mean, there's a reason my grandpa put on like 100 pounds during the time that they uh, they were married. So, uh, so yeah, she knew how to cook. So those recipes have been passed down. Uh, we're a big turkey on Thanksgiving uh, family. We're a, we're a ham on Christmas uh, family. I don't know about what about you guys.
4: We do. We usually do. Somebody brings one of each. So, yeah. So somebody's in charge of the turkey. Somebody in charge of the ham each day.
3: That's a good thing about having a uh, a big family like what well, we got. Somebody to just bring something, you know, and then that's what you know also makes a big secret. pot love. We got, yeah, we got that's a, that's what it is, bro. But what I hate, dog, my mom always make me and my little brother go to the store with her on Christmas or on Thanksgiving, bro. She always want to go to Walmart, dog. Mm-hmm. And, and every time we got to go with her. But we always it, we usually do Christmas in Orlando and we go. Okay, to, uh, look, we go to the Walmart. Oh, uh, Kirkman. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know what type of people be in there, man. <laughs> but I, it'd be cool though. It'd be fun. It'd be laid back. I just enjoy the sights, man. Because y'all be, be kind of people in there.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's always it's always a Thanksgiving tradition for me to have to run up to Publix at some point because we forgot something. So um, you know, every, time. every every single time you guys are drinking, right? Uh, you know, the internet you know, like, knows a, I'm a big wine guy recently, so uh, I drink a lot. I'm of a wine. juice
3: guy, so you know that. You know I'm a juice guy. I don't drink it.
4: big wine. I've been I've been heavy on the wines so, and What kind of wine are you drinking? Uh,
2: recently been I've uh, been drinking a lot of white burgundies, uh, some Italian uh, some Italian stuff. Um, we have a wine bar right across the street from uh from the house, so I just asked them. Hey, this is just to give me whatever, whatever's new. So a lot of white burgundy recently. Been on a white kick. Uh, a little bit more of the drier stuff. A little more full. Um, you know, a little bit more aged oak. But uh, but yeah, maybe we can talk about. Uh, maybe I need to start a wine podcast for the uh, for the network.
4: Yeah, I wouldn't mind jumping on that, man. Like, well, we're, we're listening to it. I'm, I'm I'm a new wine guy. I like I'm what a cab. I like cab.
2: Cab. All right. Yeah. More yeah. full body, medium body. What do you like? You like? I don't know. Full, full,
4: full. Yeah, I like yeah, it. All right. Yeah, I'm ready to go sleep. Hey, Dan, yeah, Dan, I
2: used to be a big cab guy. Yeah,
3: you got to te- teach me about wine, man. I don't know about none of that, man. We'll start, it's we'll like start with rosé
2: for you, on.
3: I mean, I ain't drinking it, but you just got to teach me about
2: it. You're ju- okay. All right. Uh, well, it's tough to teach you about wine if you don't know what it tastes like, but I'll do my best.
3: I mean, I'll let you drink it. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> hey fellas,
4: before we get into uh before we get into some X and O talking, some Florida State uh trash talking, let's get my let's get a guest on, man. We got a big important guest. Uh this week, this week's guest of the week is brought to you by Brun Insurance and Financial Services. Anything you need insured from the Panhandle to the Keys, holler at my man Greg, 954-589-2204. Anything you need insured at my dog, Greg. I'm pretty sure everybody know the number. 954-589-2204. Big
3: policies. We
4: got a big guest, you huh? Let's hang out. Who we got?
3: Hanging out. You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale.
4: We have a special guest this week. Gator alumni, Gator legend, and comedian, Scooter McGruder. Scooter, how's it going, man?
5: What up, though? Thanks hanging for having out. me on the show. Hang
4: out. We got it. Thanks for coming on, man. So before we get into it and start hanging out a little bit, how did you become a Gator? What made you choose University of Florida? Was you a fan before you attended?
5: Oh, man. All right. You guys want the exclusive? I'll give Stadium and Gale the exclusive. This is how it went down. So I actually grew up a Florida State fan, and I'll tell you why. Their whole football team was black growing up. (laughs) Everyone was black on FSU. Quarterback, (laughs) running back. This was like when they were like a powerhouse, you know, when Bobby Bowden was putting in work. I don't really have any affiliation to any school at that point other than, you know, hey, I see people who look like me on the Seminoles. But what happened basically was when I went to apply to colleges, my sister had already got accepted to Florida and she's two years older than me. So I would go and like experience the culture at Florida through her, like in those first two years. And so by the time I got around to applying, I applied to four schools. I was accepted to all four schools. But Florida gave me the second most amount of money. USF gave me the most. FSU gave me the least. And I was like, at that time, I'd already warmed up to being a Gator because my sister was a Gator. I had like been going to campus, experiencing some of the culture. And then Florida gave me the second most amount of money. I'm like, I'm going to Florida. And ever since then, it's been orange and blue all the way. Good thing this year. This year, listen, this year, this year's great. It's a great building block. No, from, I'm saying,
4: Good thing you didn't sign You didn't go to Florida State. It would have been bad for you this year.
5: You know what's crazy is because, so you know I do film production, right? Yeah. Florida yes. State has the best film program in the state, wow! But
3: well, we J know school, we know they don't have the best football team, so
5: they definitely do not. Yeah, you know that. But their J school though. So I graduated from the J school out of Florida, and our J school is one of the best in the nation. So, a little <laughs> give and take.
3: Saw out uh, Ted Spiker, man. You know, Ted Spiker, Spiker, Spiker,
5: stand up. Spiker. I never had him. That's crazy. You yeah, never I never had. Class? had
3: I think I think U F cheated you out. All right. That was one of the best classes I had at UF. So talk about uh, your, your experience at UF. Uh, what was your, your best memory? Um, you know, Was it going to the games? Was it going to Midtown? Uh, you know, Let Bro, us know.
5: One of my best memories was, <laughs> all right, we're in uh, the student rec, the racquetball club, playing basketball. Me and my boys, because I lived in that area. I lived on campus all four years. So me and my boys were at racquet club. And then in walks some football players, and they want to play against us. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> bet. <laughs> run, let's run it. And it's uh, right. it's the tight end, Jordan. What's his name? Jordan. Jordan Jordan Reed, our... Jordan Reed walks in. Yeah. This dude oh, he is was good doing basketball. He was a better was basketball player than he's a <laughs> football player. I'm trying he's, to tell you, he was from he from up north. Yeah, he came down. He's over hopefully. here wetting everything. <laughs> it's a close game, though. It's like, and I think they had a a strong safety who was on their team playing too. He was just like just big, had no type of coordination, but was just big, just like rebounding, trucking me every time I drove to the basket. <laughs> but it's like it's a close game. It's neck and neck it gets down and its next point wins okay i get the ball passed to me three point line i shoot it you know how Steph turns around and starts walking down before it goes in <laughs> but but you but you was nick young though you want step i shoot it <laughs> i turn around running the other direction and I didn't even see it go in, but I could tell it went in by the reaction of my teammates. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> right, that right. right there was one of the best moments at UF because we weren't supposed to win that game. And the football players definitely weren't supposed to be playing against us either. <laughs> so they, so did they get,
3: try to get like all physical, you know, usually football players, you know, when I used to play basketball and I get upset, I try to try to bring the football game into the basketball game. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's, that's probably why I didn't last too much in basketball. Plus, I'm, I'm five feet nothing. That can be another another reason why I didn't last. Uh, talk about, you know, going to the games or whatnot. Uh, did you enjoy going to basketball games or football games better?
5: Or any uh, other sport? I definitely was more of a football uh, guy. Definitely. our ba- When I was in school, our basketball wasn't, like, as good as it is now or it was before. Uh, so definitely football, football guy. Football um, games were great. Tailgating was great. It was just hot, and I think it's getting hotter. I think global warming. I think the swamp might actually become a literal <laughs> swamp uh, with the way things are going. But great times. Worst time was when it was my senior year, and that's when um, that's when Champ came in. So. <laughs> <laughs> kind of ended on a well, low well, note, but what well, can you do? Let me ask you guys something: Who would yeah. you guys rather have as the head coach for the next five years? You have to choose one of these two: Muschamp or McElwain. Well,
4: Must. Jeez, man, give me, give me, yeah, give me Muschamp. I'll take Champ.
2: Yeah, at least it was. At least he wasn't embarrassing as a person, right? I mean, outside of the yeah. yelling and screaming, at least he. Conducted himself with, with honor yeah. and integrity. He
4: wasn't cheating on his wife with a shark but... or
2: anything.
5: Bro, that picture looks exactly it like was him.
4: It. it was him. It was him. I didn't admit it when he was here. <laughs> but now I go on record saying it was, it was definitely him.
5: It looks so much. I would be mad if a picture like that came out with someone who looked like me. <laughs> and everyone thought it was me. I don't know. Maybe I'd lean into it. And so, shirts. Hey, Scooter,
2: what was your uh, favorite memory in the Swamp when you were a student?
5: Favorite memory, I'll tell everybody this, is we were in the national championship game for football. We're playing Oklahoma for the national championship. All the students were in the stadium. Yeah. At the o- so the dumb. Game. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it, that was a back and forth game. I thought for at least 80% of the game, I thought we were going to lose because Oklahoma was on a roll. They were they like were scoring a lot. And it, that game also came down to the wire. And then fortunately, we pulled it out and we won. And as soon as we won, everyone ran like ran to University Street. Or is that the street? Uh, University Avenue? Yeah,
2: University Avenue. Yeah.
5: Everyone ran to University Avenue. I'm running from the Odom to the University Avenue. I see a tank, like a military tank, in the road. (laughs) Um, They had already pre-greased the light poles so that white people couldn't climb up on them. (laughs) <laughs> there was already they a white still person <laughs> on it. I, I'm, I'm running and I already see one oh, on it. Oh, yeah. People were streaking. Yep. The line for Pita Pit had like 84 people in it. <laughs> it was, it was crazy.
2: Dude, that party went on until like four in the morning. And it I never forgot there. there's like fake rumors going around that like class was canceled the next day. Sure wasn't, but man, that was a party. Uh, sure, sure wasn't, but that was a, that that was a hell of a party. That's that uh, one of my fair memories too, man. That was man, my I my just I memories. just
5: hope other students can experience something like that in their <laughs> like time at Florida, because man,
2: yeah, it was wild because that was so. I I was a freshman when we won the basketball national championship in 06 and then football. And so I don't think that they were like totally prepared at the time for a bunch of students to storm University Avenue. And I knew in 2008 they were definitely ready for the students. So like you said they greased up the flagpoles. They had a bunch of cops there, but when 15,000 people stormed out of the o Dome right in the University Avenue, I think the cops are just like whatever, just as long as nobody kills anybody. But I don't think I've seen that. it was toilet paper. There was tree branches that came down. There was light poles that were swinging. It was a uh, it was a hell of a hell of a night.
5: Yeah, that it was crazy. It was probably
2: as crazy as your night wasn't mod that that night, you know. Well,
5: uh, you know, I, <laughs> you know,
3: <can't, laughs>
2: some things we can't speak on, Dan. I, you know. <laughs> hey, Scooter, how'd you uh, how'd you get into comedy, and how'd you ultimately parlay that into a career?
5: Well, the whole film thing sort of started when I was 14 years old. I was on a reality show called Endurance 2 it was sort of like a child survivor but you had a teammate of the opposite sex i was on the blue team blue team stand up but during this experience is sort of when like i got to see the behind the scenes of tv production i got to see how like everything was sort of done on like a a higher budget show and that basically sparked my interest into doing film and production and so in high school you know i took the film and production classes majored in film production out of florida so that's kind of how the film production came about the comedy has just always been there like i've always been a class clown making people laugh um so it was just marrying those two ideas together essentially got me where I am today.
2: What, I guess then then what's your favorite memory from, from this career that you have created, whether it be on the TV production side, whether it be in, you know, some of the videos or or events that you've been invited to, what are some of your favorite memories?
5: So I have a couple, I've been afforded a lot of unique situations because of being a YouTuber, basically. Um, One of the coolest things was I got a free car and gas for seven months. So I could literally drive anywhere (laughs) from Ford. That was a Fiesta movement. They gave 100 different uh, creators free cars and gas for seven months. Um, That was amazing. Uh, Ford, if you're listening, uh, let's do that again. Stop playing. Yeah, man. Same. I'm interested, too. uh,
4: Yeah, yeah. Hook us up, too.
5: Yeah, definitely. All new. <laughs> definitely.
4: Hey, school, you grew up a Florida State fan. So uh, which Gator did you hate the most growing up?
5: It's not like I hated the Gators. I didn't really. I mean, you almost it. had to. Well, no, I mean, think about it. You're like growing up. You don't really have a team, but you just like this one team because there's a whole bunch of black people on this one team. So, <laughs> so like, I wasn't really into i didn't really fully understand the rivalries and all that stuff really until it, like i got to florida and like okay we hate florida state we hate georgia tennessee please take a seat so it wasn't really when i until i got to florida that i was like oh okay for me growing up it was more about hating olympia which was our high school rivals right got olympia okay yeah. okay okay
1: Orlando, okay,
5: huh? Yeah, Dr. Okay. Phillips, DJ. class president. You. Stop playing. Let's go. Right, right. state championships
1: <laughs> <again>.
4: <laughs> which fan base uh, hates you the most, man? After you make these videos, which one curse you out the most?
5: You know, it's kind of interesting because as a Cowboys fan, Eagles fans, We hate each other, Cowboys and Eagles fans. That's probably the biggest rivalry right now in our conference, Cowboys and Eagles. But I have a large Eagle fan base because they can relate to the Cowboys videos since they're in our division and understand what's happening. So it's weird because I don't really have that many people who hate me. They're just like, Can you do other videos? That's (laughs) their main gripe. So, yeah, I don't really have... Not too many fan bases hate me. There's some people who are just like, this guy's not funny. I'm like... (laughs) Which, I mean, honestly, I'm not for everyone. So...
3: Yeah.
5: But... uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. Most content,
5: man. They enjoy it, so...
4: Yeah, so what's what's your uh your dream job? You was on ESPN, you did the Game Day set. Uh, you're pretty good at the, the comedy and the skits. What's your at the end of all this, what's your dream job? What would you like to be doing?
5: Man, my dream job, I already have my dream job. I'm doing the dream job right now. It's just to continue doing what I'm doing but on a larger scale, putting out more videos, putting out higher quality videos, putting out like sketches. So, and I have some plans, especially for 2020. Um, So I'm excited. 2020 should be a big year. Lord willing.
3: So, so let everybody know how many shirts you have to buy when it's uh, March Madness time. When you do the videos with every college shirt on.
5: Oh man. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's 68 shirts, but I have most of them now. So it's just like the Cinderella schools you have to worry about at this point.
2: How did you get into, or how what made you think of the idea of these reaction videos? Did you do one and it got some traction, or I mean, obviously they're nope. really well done and you've been doing a bunch of them, but.
5: Well, there was this one phase on YouTube where everyone was doing those like "s people say" videos. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that phase. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no one was doing sports, so I was just like, I'm just gonna do every NBA team, and I did. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do a Gator video. FSU came out with a video. It was garbage. So I was like, I'll do an FSU video. And then everyone loved that. I was like, I'll do a UCF video. Everyone loved that. Um, and basically, it's just been a continuation of that, just calling it different stuff, honestly. And like, because every season has a new script, if you think about it, a new storyline. I could literally continue doing this for the rest of my life and not even not repeat what I'm saying because there's new players coming in, there's new situations, yeah. coaches. So it's just if I'm tired of doing it, is really what I have to worry about. How long does it take you to do one of those videos? It depends. Like a Dallas yeah. Cowboy video takes 16 hours from when I have to shoot to when you see it is like a 16-hour process. So, and like people want it the next day. And so,
4: yeah, I'm like,
5: bruh. Jeez. So, I mean, it's hard. You got to like... I could I can make it like shorter or I could make it not as long, but I think those things might take away from the integrity of the videos. Mm-hmm. So... The biggest problem honestly with what I do is my voice. It's just making sure I don't lose my voice. Yeah. because uh, then I'm it takes so long for your voice to come back.
3: So uh, Scooter, tell us what was the first reaction when they said, Hey, you know, you uh you you're gonna be our get a house. What was your first thought?
5: My first thought I was like who's going to be performing? Like, who? who <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's country? Who are these people? Because I don't really listen yeah, to country I'll, 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 I'll let Chase you know next time. Rice. I was like, who is Chase Rice? And then, <laughs> but all the country people knew who Chase Rice is, of course. I'm like, oh, okay. he's. Yeah, he's, Dan knew too, so. If you... Yeah, he's a big deal in the country uh, world. And then... <laughs> Uh, but then when they had uh, Blanco Brown, I was like, "Ooh, OK, the get up. But well, let me learn the get up real quick. But when they first approached, <laughs> me, I like, when they first approached me, I was like, uh, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, how much time do I need? Because I have four minutes to stand up. That's probably my, my initial reaction. <laughs> I was like, how much? How much time do I need? Because honestly, the worst thing that could have happened is I could have gone up on stage and just flopped in front of my people. In front of my a friendly environment. For That's sure. what I was dreading. I was like, man, if I cannot go up on stage, I get around and just flop in front of all these people. So I was like, I was nervous for a long time about that. But then we had uh, like our dress rehearsal and I was like, okay, I'm good. Do you, do you like that
2: kind of setting? I mean, you know, obviously you do a lot of videos and stuff like that behind the camera. You kind of get to control the editing process a little bit. Do you like being, you know, out there like that? Do you want to do more of that? Or do you like kind of like the medium that you've got right now?
5: Live is good. Like it's always good to exercise those different muscles. Of course I prefer like having things completely in my control and have the ability to mess up multiple times and no one cares but um yeah like it's it's good it's not something I would want to be like my primary uh role if that makes sense like I'm not trying to do live stuff over my videos but I could do it to supplement my videos
4: let's get into this FSU game man.
5: I got Gators by (laughs) fifty-two.
4: That's what we'll talk about, man. Have you ever seen? (laughs) Is Willie Tiger the worst head coach in college football history?
5: See, that's debatable. Because
4: I like I like to hear some names that you think was worse than him. That's
5: close. (laughs) Uh, for one, McIlwain. At (laughs) least
4: McIlwain got ten wins, man. Went to Atlanta twice.
5: Could you have gotten those 10 wins with that squad? That's I what could've. you never I know.
0: Could've.
5: We'll never know that. So, like, he got those 10 wins, and then we immediately started going downhill after that. Like, I'm wondering what our record would be right now if McElwain was the coach.
4: Oh, we'd be terrible. Like, I told somebody the other day oh, LSU, LSU would have beat us by 60 this year. <laughs>
5: I'm um, cuz it's just shocking to me how well we are doing with our second string quarterback. Right? What do, uh, you,
4: what do, you, what do you what do you you like the yeah. way the offense is going? What do you think um how it looks next year with all this quarterback drama? What do you think Honestly, happens with Franks and Trask and
5: everybody? I have always wanted uh Emory Jones to be the quarterback. And it's not uh this is not any uh, shot at Kyle Trask it's just that our system is built for a running quarterback um, no yes. one is afraid yes. of the run from Kyle Trask nor well, he should may be they the be the slowest
2: quarterback out there
5: um, he looks yeah. like me but out there I think you put the thing <laughs> I think a lot of Gator fans want to see is just can Emory Jones throw I feel like we still don't know the answer to that question. I actually uh I said this in front of Emery Jones. I was like, we just I want to see him throw the ball. I feel like 90% of the time he's in, he's doing a called run. The defense knows it's a called run. Yeah. So it's just like, can he throw? I don't know. I want to see him throw the ball. And if that's,
4: he has flash when he's throwing it. He's throwing some good balls when he's throwing it. You know, because so I he- feel
5: like we're sitting on like a What if we're sitting on Lamar Jackson right now? What if Emory Jones is Lamar Jackson and we just don't know because we haven't opened it up. We're just doing 90% runs. Like, think about Lamar Jackson last year. He was trash. And then all of a sudden they opened it up and they let him throw. And now all of a sudden he's killing people. But think about it. Lamar Jackson last year was not good. I was watching a game of him. I think they're in the playoffs.
4: Yeah, definitely, man.
5: He was running like one of five plays that whole game and they just got dominated. Defense keyed in on him. Couldn't do anything. So, I don't know. I just want to see what our system would look like with a running quarterback. Felipe, I don't consider him to be a running quarterback. He's just a quarterback who can run. Emory Jones, a running quarterback. Dual threat. I'm afraid he could score on at any given time. So, what was the question? We're done. (laughs)
4: <laughs> oh man, yeah. was just talking about. I just, I just had hit you with supporter back stuff. There's been a lot of talk about in Gator Nation and whatnot. Man, everybody's
5: I just hope Emory doesn't transfer. I don't. I don't. I don't even know. Like, what do you do? Felipe comes back full strength. Kyle Trask stays, and there's Emory. What do you? What do you do? I have no idea. Let, I hope let, to
3: it out. let the best man win. I can't be no bias. You know. Can't be about what you did last year. Who who can better, you know, get our team to the to the promised land or who you know who we feel most comfortable behind? Yes, Trask is a great player. He, he does some phenomenal things for us. Can we win the big game? It's the question.
5: That's uh, true. That is yet to be determined.
4: Hey, take us away, man. uh thanks for hanging out with us, man. We appreciate it. But take us away with uh what Gator fans are gonna be saying after we beat Florida State this week.
5: Man, if we would have just beat Georgia. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: word, no, word, word, no, word, word. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh,
4: man. You hit it man. on the head. All right, man. Appreciate you for hanging out, Scooter.
5: Absolutely. Go Gators. Uh, appreciate
4: it, man. Thank you Go so Gators. much.
5: Absolutely.
4: Go that was a dope interview, fellas. Not, not bad, man. I think Gator Nation will like that one, dog.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been uh, we've been trying to get him on for a long time. So I, you know, whenever we put the uh, the plug out there for uh, who do people want on, I mean, he's always one of our most requested. So, Ma, I appreciate you for hooking that one up, bud.
3: Nah, bro, yeah. team effort, team effort, teamwork, make the dream work. We appreciate him for coming on. Always dope content on our show, man. Keep spreading the word about us. We appreciate y'all. Well,
4: we got a football game this week, fellas. Let's get into it, man. It's a preview for the Florida State, and it's brought to you by. Gator Kicks, any Gator customized stuff you guys need, hit up the Gator Kicks on their website, thegatorkicks.com. They have an Instagram page. They also have they're they're also on Twitter. The Gator Kicks, anything you need, uh, they got a mod face on some shirts. They got Brandon Spikes face on some shirts. If y'all like the boys face on y'all chest, holla at the good folks at Gator Kicks. <laughs> yeah, they need some this,
3: man. I know, but Dude. I ain't gonna lie though. I, I ain't gonna lie. They're coming out with a hard uh Fred t-shirt. So I need that.
4: Yeah, I seen that one. Yeah, I'll wear that one.
3: I can wear that one. I just can't wear yours, bro. You know what I'm saying?
4: <laughs> 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 I'm with I got a best with you, bro. Yeah, bro.
3: Look,
4: it's the week that I've been waiting for all year, man. Um, I think we knew we was gonna beat these people after we beat them last year. 41 mm.
2: 14.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh give me a breakdown, Dan. You wanna get into some X no-talk or we're just going to talk trash? What do you think happens Saturday? Uh,
2: uh, I
4: mean, I think that, you know, that Florida will
2: outman them. I think they're more physical. I think that they're better. I think that everything that FSU is weak on, Florida is really good at. Uh, everything that FSU is decently good at, I think Florida will be able to contain them. You know, Florida's going to return a pretty healthy uh, team coming off the bye week. So, uh, you know, I think that Florida State sells a lot of question marks at wide receiver, at quarterback, definitely at offensive line definitely a defensive line, definitely a defensive back. So I like Florida to win by a lot. I don't think that it will be a close one. I think Dan Mullen wants to make a statement game. You know, Florida's ranked number eight in the, uh, in the, uh, the polls right now. Whenever the college football playoff poll uh, drops, we'll see where they are there. But I think that, you know, they want to stay in that, that top ten so they can get a New York Six Bowl. So I think that Dan Mullen comes out. I think the team comes out strong, ready to play. You know, you have a really good crop of seniors that's gonna be playing their last game in the swamp and and I think they're gonna be ready. I think uh, you know, a night game in the swamp to send these guys off. You know, I like Florida big in this one.
3: Yeah, last, last one, last one for the seniors, um, last one for the for the season and you know, for the fans at home. Um it's gonna be a great opportunity to uh, to to see this team under the lights, you know, one last time this year. Um I went and got, you know, four tickets for for my family for this game today. And the people are excited because I heard we got some new fireworks. That we ready to pop off at nighttime for this oh, game. Oh so, yeah. yeah, okay. Hey, I look at all that know, talk. So. Yeah, I let it out the bag. My bad, y'all. My bad, but hey, mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm here for all this content. I'm so excited. Um, uh, you know what? This this season has been a great year. Uh, we got to finish strong. Um, you know I'm happy these seniors came through and, and gave it their all. Um, we really really appreciate appreciate these guys, and we're gonna really miss them. You know, it, it's it's some guys that you know a couple years ago, you know they they were just some some you know guys on the team, and they grew into men. And matured, and, and at the right time, and uh, you know, um, and it's, it's been a great ride for these guys. So we appreciate y'all, seniors. Yeah, man. I think um,
4: I don't think they, I think I'd be surprised if they scored in the first half, man. They they might get some points on us. Mm. I say in the second half when things get ugly, um, they are a team that could they could they could hit some big plays here and there. So I will give them credit right. for that. If you're if you're sleeping, they're a team that could. They can hit you with something deep out of the blue, but they're not—they're not, they're not mm-hmm. a team that can consistently move the ball on us. So this is mm-hmm. not going to be a, a competitive game the entire four quarters. I think it gets ugly early. Yep. Um I think it's by halftime they're going—they'll they, quit. In the beginning they're going to come out. It's, it's a rivalry. They're going to be rowdy. Um, Odell's yep. a guy that that all these players love, so they're going to come out with a lot of energy.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But when it's time to execute, uh, we're going to dismantle them people, and I expect us to win. Yeah. To the, t- go ahead.
2: Yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, even their stats, like you know, as a whole, aren't great. You know, I I think that FSU probably expects to lose. I think all their fans expect to lose. And like I said, I just don't think that they have the talent to be able to compete with Florida. I don't think that it's coached well. I mean, obviously they have a lot of good players. They've recruited well in the past, Uh, maybe not recently as well. But uh, you know, in a couple, a couple things. One, they only score. Uh, this season in the six games that they've played against teams with winning records, they only average 22.3 points, uh, per game and losses In their five losses. They only average less than 20 points a game, uh, you know, against ranked teams, 22 and a half points. So, um, you know, I, I just don't, I don't see them, you know, they still have a ton of question marks. You know, and the ability to throw the ball. You said it. I mean, they have a couple of players, you know, Terry and and Akers that can make some big plays. You know, Akers had a big run last year, a big catch, whatever it was, uh, for a touchdown. But, you know, I just don't think that they have the horses to keep up. I think that Florida can have a really, you know, dominating game on the defensive line. You know, if you think Florida has question marks at offensive line and you haven't watched a Florida State game. Uh, and and I like Florida's ability to, to be able to control FSU's pass rush. I just don't think it's been, you know, as dominating as it has been in the past. I don't think that they get to the quarterback very well. I think there's some question marks if Marvin Wilson's going to play in this game. No, he's, um, out.
4: he's done for the year.
2: Oh, so he's done for the year. Okay, so that yeah, was their yeah. leading yep. sacker on the year, both in yards and a number of sacks. So, you know, I don't think the rest of these guys are, are a real threat. Um... You know so I really like Florida's chances you know to control hopefully the line of scrimmage you know would love to see Piron in his last game in the swamp get a bunch of yards on the ground as well uh you know I think that this comes down to Florida just not getting in their head come down executing uh, and going out with a big win for these seniors because they uh, they deserve it you know guys that were four and, you know four and seven during their sophomore year uh to finish a season with two uh, back-to-back 10 win seasons would be a hell of a way to end
4: yeah, let's go ahead and incorporate some senior day talking to this, man. While we're talking, um, uh, this this final game. It's a, it's the final game for a lot of these guys. Uh, I want to see Zoo come out and finish, man. Uh, it, it, they have a big game before he leaves. He's been uh, we was all happy he came back. Uh, had a lot of injuries this season, so. I, that's who I want to see more than anybody have a real big game in is zoo, man. Yeah, like I think I think he could have made himself a lot of money this year if he was healthy and he wasn't. But I want him to go out with a bang, man. These last two games, make himself some
3: money. Yeah, for sure. I'm 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 up there with you. I, I like Zoo, but you know I, I want my boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want Cleveland to come out and, and play well. You yeah, know, you got hurt last year uh, against Florida State. Absolutely. Um, so last hur- hurrah man, in, in the swamp. And, um, you know, he get he get forgotten sometimes by, you know, some Gator fans, you know, because, you not make the, the big long plays or, you know, um, he's yeah. a special team guy. And I love him every time. Every time we punt the ball, I look for Cleveland to get down. Mm-hmm. Every single Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Know? So, so um, I mean, I, he's, I, 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 he's yeah. a selfless
2: yeah. guy, man. I mean, yeah, for when, sure. when you think of, of him as a high four-star you know, guy out of Texas or Jacksonville with whoever wants to claim him, uh, you know, but he came in and I think Florida fans thought that he was going to be, you know, the next, you know, huge wide receiver to come out of Florida. And he's a guy that <clears throat> obviously everybody will remember his catch against Tennessee uh, three years ago or two years, yeah, three years ago. Um, but, you know, what, what he's done the last few years, um, he's blocked his ass off on every play. He's been an unbelievable special teams player. He's been a huge team guy. He's always the first one when he's out on the field celebrating with whoever scored a touchdown, whoever made a big play. So uh, he's a guy that you want. Uh, you know, I hope that he gets the chance to make it in the NFL. I think he's got some. Uh, I think he's got some some skill sets that teams want. But I mean, talk about a selfless guy and a guy that definitely deserves all the praise. Uh, the one big player that that I want to see in this game, and, and it's just because it's been a, uh, a tough year for him, not because of him necessarily, but you know, I really want to see Piron have a good game. Uh, you know, maybe make a couple big plays, a couple big runs. would love to see him get a touchdown or two, you know, get him over, uh, you know, that 100-yard that mark as his a, a final game. I mean, a guy, I mean, truly embodies what it takes to be a uh, a Gator, you know, bought his own Greyhound ticket to to make it to Friday Night Lights or to camp. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, you know, worked his ass off the entire time that he was here. Selfless guy. Shared the rock the entire time that he's been here. Uh, but uh, would love to see him. Uh, would love to see him get the uh, – have a big game.
4: And another thing on Tyree Cleveland, shout out to his uh maturation, man. He went from showing up playing with BB guns and getting in a lot of trouble when he first got here to to not hearing a peep from him again, just being a, a model student and, and on and off the field, man. So shout out to them guys for growing up too, man. We got some we got some ones that we're gonna, I mean, these boys been through it all. Freddie Swain, Josh mm-hmm. Hammond. Jawan Taylor, David Reese, man, has been a mm-hmm. has been a, a a leader on this team for for, for three mm-hmm. years since he was a sophomore, man. So we Absolutely. got some boys, we, about, we got to lose some big ones, man. Shout out to Nick Buchanan, mm-hmm. um, got got some got some um some games in, man. He was one of yeah. the guys that I always communicated with in DMs and stuff uh, during the last regime, and mm-hmm. just to see him go from just like not really caring into. Being a leader on the, with that line, man, it's just, it's just mm-hmm. dope, bro, to watch these guys grow up and actually get some wins on their
2: way out. Yeah, absolutely. And then you can't forget I, I, the transfers. I mean, uh, I was just going to say Jonathan Grenard, Adam Shuler, Van Jefferson. You know, people forget Tommy Townsend transferred uh, back to Florida from Tennessee. So, uh, you know, this season's not the same without those four guys. You know, Adam Shuler uh, has I been love, huge. I love Shuler, for, man. Yeah, I mean, for I defense and tackle depth. Uh, yes, obviously, sir. Jonathan Grenard has had a hell of a year. Uh, you know, he could be your next all American who knows, right. Um, you join you in silk, uh, uh-huh. out there. Van Jefferson's been a, uh, you know, a guy that's been reliable, catches really everything that's kind of thrown his way, uh, you know, really played strong. And then obviously Tommy towns and a guy that was a, a, Ray guy award, semifinalist again. Uh, you know, this is the, the, the end of the Townsend era, you know, for the last, what, six, seven years, we've had a Townsend at punter. So you've always been able to rely on him. He had that big, uh, you know fake punt against Miami this year so uh some big shout out to those four guys
4: shout out to uh, Luke Ancrum too man we got to give a shout out to Luke he good for yeah, one Luke. flag a game
3: one flag a game Luke uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm off though and i yeah i know he he, he barely made poke i don't know we,
4: i guess we could we could claim him Hey, somebody you know, you on Twitter know. said, man, <laughs> let, let, let Luke Link, let Luke Ankle go and get his one penalty out the way, man. See him out there to fight the players.
2: <laughs> 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 He's always good for one. You always He's always good for one. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know. I think you guys might have mentioned it, but big shout out to uh, to my boy, Hot Sauce, uh, Josh Hammond. Uh, yes, I coined that I coined that nickname a few years ago uh, because Hot Light, you know, Freddie Hammond, his brother, uh, Frankie Hammond, pardon me, his brother. I uh, was going by Hotlight, and then he said that he was more of a chicken wing guy. Um, so I took that and ran with it. Hot sauce. Nick De La Torre tries to grab it and say that he created it, but uh, as a nickname, it's always good to see him again. Team guy, guy that catches really everything. I think he's going mind.
4: by Grandpa these days.
2: But he, uh, yeah, I mean, he t- he stepped up, you know, quite a bit on those end around plays, you know, when when Tony was out, and you know, just an overall, you know, team guy. Uh, you know, certainly wish him the best as well.
4: Hey, Dan, let's get your dandy facts before we get the next guest on the show, man.
2: Here's a couple dandy facts for you. Uh, just because it's Florida State hell, uh, hell Week, so or Hate Week, whatever we're going to call it. Uh, we're about to give them hell, right? Um, so, Florida State is ranked 122nd in the country in sacks allowed. Florida is ranked, I think, in the top three in total sacks on the year. Top, top five. So, I like... Florida's chances there. Another dandy fact. This is something that like wouldn't even ever fly uh, at the University of Florida. We would never allow this. Florida State ranks 96th in the country in defense. And hear this out. So Florida's obviously a good passing team. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's what we've done a lot this year. It's our uh, it's our bread and butter. Florida State is ranked 114th in the country. And pass defense. So I like Florida for a cool, I don't know, 300 yards through the air. Killer Kyle said he's coming back next year. Maybe 300, 315. So there's a few dandy facts at Florida I State. Got, I got,
4: I got, I got a dandy fact. For you. Let me add one to it. Um, Willie Taggart signed the contract and Florida State didn't. How about that?
2: Yeah, that's wild, and, and I know that that happens. Like usually at the <laughs> beginning, and it usually takes a few months. But I'm here for all those shenanigans. I'm here for all <laughs> the dirty laundry that's about wait. to get dragged through uh, the uh, through the court system and everything else. It's all going to be public record. I'm here for yep. it.
3: Yep. it's going to be dope.
4: So let's get um, this next guest on. Let's hang out.
3: You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale.
2: And joining us for the first time ever on Stadium and Gale is, is a different kind of guest. Um, a UF Athletic Hall of Famer, SEC uh, Pitcher of the Year, uh, Academic All-American, All-American, low senior class, all of that, Stacy Nelson, one of the best pitchers <laughs> in UF softball history. Stacy, how are you doing this evening?
6: I am doing great.
2: Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Go Thanks Gators.
6: For- I always like to start off with a go go-gator. Gators. Go Gators. Go
2: Gators. Stacy, it's great to, uh, to have you on. Um, I guess let's just start from the beginning. How did you, coming from California,
6: right? How did you end up yeah. in Gainesville, Florida? Great question. Um, it is not what people expect because it didn't have anything to do with softball. Um, they recruited me and I wanted to go to a school with a good football team. And I went on my visit. It was the first and only visit I took. And I said, yep, this is for me.
2: (laughs) So what was the transition like? Obviously, California is very different than Gainesville. You're coming from um, Los Angeles. uh, You end up in Gainesville. What was that transition like? And then how was your experience during your,
6: your four years at UF? Who, the transition it was a transition. Um, it was my first time spending a significant amount of time, you know, in the South. And I know that some people might say, oh, Florida's not the South, but I feel like I got a taste of it, definitely. And the culture is just way different down there.
4: Gainesville is uh, definitely in the any... South. For yeah. sure.
6: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, so the culture is so different from California, and it was so nice to go to a school where people really cared about the school even if they didn't go there. Um, So I loved my experience in Gainesville. The girls that I played on the team with are still my best friends. I still have coach on speed dial and we still text. Um, I'm still close to so many people back there. It is my second home.
2: So what, what's, I guess, what was your favorite memory um, during your time, your four years at UF uh, both maybe on the field and then off the field?
6: Well, now I get to be a gator that brags, but I loved how I had so many national championships to celebrate. I can actually rank my national championship oh, as far
2: as
3: best the, and Which one was the best all time? <laughs> which one was the best all time?
6: I think it was still the first one with basketball because it was so new and everyone was so excited and it was kind of the feeling of, wow, we won. What do we do? And everyone just started storming university and it was just happy chaos.
2: <laughs> yeah. We uh, we talked about that on our last la- well with with Scooter um we had Scooter recruiter on right before uh you and we talked about that first time celebrating on uh on university and and it didn't seem like UF knew what to do the first couple times they won a national championship and then when a mod's team won that 2008 national championship and they were greasing the uh, the light poles and you know trying to trim down the uh, the tree branches and everything else. I you know, <laughs> think the crazy white people on campus always found a way to, uh,
6: to <laughs> do something. <laughs> they did. And you know, I, I wasn't part of the people that tore the tree down and the second tree know. that they tried to replant, mm. but I have so- pieces of both trees Still. Mm.
2: Sounds like somebody that was (laughs) responsible for helping tear down both trees. I get it. (laughs) No, I promise. I like
6: trees. (laughs) (laughs) I like trees.
2: (laughs) Oh man.
6: But yeah, everything was so great at Gainesville. I love I still go there once a year with my friends. We go to a football game or a softball game and try to get back there as much as possible. It even though so much has changed around town the feeling hasn't and yeah. I get it every time.
4: What are you most proud of uh, your, your career at Florida or your time in Florida?
6: I am most proud of what me and my class did with softball. The team had never been to the world series. And now if they don't make the world series, people say what happened? Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
3: set
4: the standard, Definitely. huh? Definitely. Uh-huh.
6: Definitely. Yeah. What does
4: what yeah. uh, being Mr. 2-Bitch rank you at? Great, great set oh,
6: that, great, was the, that was I'm sorry, so, I started answering so quick because that was the best <laughs> moment of my life.
3: Yeah, that was so cool. It was right. so exciting.
6: Yeah. So
4: how did that go? How did they invite you? What was the process? Like, did you get a phone call, a letter? Like, how did it all go down?
6: So I will expose the real story. It I wasn't chosen. It was Hannah Rogers because she had won the national championship the summer before, uh-huh. and Hannah's. A little shyer than me. I am the opposite of shy. And she you said, sure? I don't know. If, yeah. <laughs> and so they, they called <laughs> Hannah and said, do you want to be Mr. Two-Bits? And she said, uh, can I do it with Stacy? Cause we were already buds. So when she, coach reached out to me to ask, I said, heck yes, let's go.
4: Man, that's, that's crazy. Uh-oh. We're trying to
2: figure out, can you put in a word for us? The three of us. <laughs> I'm,
4: <thinking laughs>
6: and, I'm sorry. Uh- I was just trying to get on I don't I don't have
2: to be two bits. Yeah, we're just trying to be two bits. The three of us.
6: Oh, me too. Get get in line. I'll do it again.
2: No, uh, no. You gotta let us go first. Uh, so what if the four what uh, if the four of us do? We we'll have three All-Americans and me. There you go. <laughs> there we go.
6: Yeah.
4: <laughs> which one which one is your favorite rivalries to follow with, with, with uh, as a Gator fan? Whew. Um
6: I mean it's Florida and or Florida state and Georgia. That's those are the two rivals who I will, I have trouble looking at people that root for those schools and thinking that they are, you know, a true good human being inside. I, I shouldn't say that I shouldn't generalize, but I do. I'm like, I, really? I to, you, you root yeah. for them?
2: Well, really? well,
3: we understand, because I think we feel the same way, I right? And we let it be known. I, I definitely let it be known. I, I know these guys do as well.
4: In my younger days, I met this girl, and she was like an um, a a FSU grad. And and, and she, was, she seemed like a nice girl. But I knew when I met her, I was like, yeah, this ain't going to work. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, like, I like, met a guy in the California, <laughs> California <laughs> who a Georgia
6: you, fan. Bro. Oh, yeah, Sorry. I I just I went on a date one time with a guy who was a Georgia fan and I'll just say it didn't work. I haven't yeah. been on a date with any Florida State guys, thank goodness.
2: Thank goodness.
6: Well
4: thank well, thank goodness. All right. do you do does the softball have a, a a rivalry that the base the football team don't have? Like is there a rivalry we don't know about that you guys may have that the football players don't?
6: Uh no. Honestly. No. That's so pretty much across <laughs> the board, huh?
1: huh?
6: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
2: Hey, Stacy, what what makes Tim Walton such a good coach?
6: Oh, Tim Walton. Uh, uh, I love that man so much. He is so detail-oriented, and he thinks in softball and strategy, and he can remember a game 10 years ago. If I say, what pitch did I throw to that girl that I struck her out on or she hit, and he knows exactly the pitch, exactly oh, where oh. I missed or where I hit it he has an incredible memory.
3: All right. One one thing I can say about y'all, Stacy, and especially when we were in school, I'm not too sure how it is now. Um, And I think we, we mentioned it on the show before, you know, we talked about how, you know, back when we were in school, you know, football hung with softball and soccer and, you know, you know, basketball and all of us just hung out and we had this chemistry and this bond. Um, And, you know, to where, you know, we just, you know, we love to be around each other. And especially like on a Friday, you know, everyone gets their workout done for the week. And, you know, just just go home and just relax and hang out with your teammates. That used to be the best times. Do you got any stories that with, with some of your softball teammates?
6: Oh, man, I got stories. I don't know if I can tell them. <laughs> no,
0: <but>
3: it, <laughs>
6: it was really great. We really did have a camaraderie. And all sports were so supportive of one another. And that was on and off the field. I mean, we would go support all sports, and we would go attend the games and root them on, especially if it was a big one. But at the same time, when it comes to, hey, everyone's got a free Saturday, let's all go to Ginny Springs and have some fun.
3: There you go. So, Stacey, I know you guys, you know, had the same rival um, teams that we did. um, But this week is Florida State Week. I really hate Florida State. What? all my all my heart like every single drop of it tell us what you really feel about florida state
6: okay when i was in school when i was playing softball we beat florida state every time we played on it felt good we never had to live with the pain of losing to florida state because i can't even imagine being on the field and having them celebrate um but the burning desire to beat them is always there, whether I'm playing on the field softball or, we're attending a game of football, the rivalry is so real and they might look at us as we look at them, you know, as I I just don't know. I just know how we see Florida state and they, they can't win. They don't deserve to. And while we were in school too, they had a lot of big media stories that were kind of embarrassing their school. Mm -hmm. Um, which I was enjoying
2: (laughs) you're here for it for
3: sure. Yeah. So um, do you, do you catch any other football games out there? I know you're out West um, and it may be a little bit hard, but are you able to watch any other games?
6: Yes. um, I have the sec channel. Of course. That's the only reason I have a TV. Um, So I have the games out here and I've even recruited some California Gator fans. So three of my Uh, best friends, I took, I took them back for a game in Gainesville. They uh-huh. were not excited initially to be there. They were like, "Oh my gosh, Gainesville is such a small town. Like what is this?" When as the weekend went on, they are now Gator fans. They ordered their own Gator shirts online and they come watch football games with me.
2: Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. I, uh-huh. I love it. Uh hey, st- Stacey speaking of being out in California I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some of the work that you've done out there in Uganda I guess tell tell us a little bit about what you've done I read up about it I watched some of the stuff on Instagram about it so so tell us what you were doing out there uh the bread factor and kind of everything you're doing out in Uganda
6: oh okay um so yeah this was something that I started right after I left school I went and played in Japan for a year and then I applied to law school and got in but I'd always had this Itch to go see Sub Saharan Africa because some of the things that I was researching at the time and just knowing about what, how those people live, I just wanted to go help out. So I made a promise to a community in 2011 that I would be back to help them. And in 2015, I started being really serious about it, raising money. It was after law school because law school is not a good time to start a business. <laughs> um, but after that, we started raising money. We went over there. We have a bread factory. Uh, We are also teaching the local community to grow vegetables because most of them are farmers. Close to 90% of them are farmers. So we taught them how to make a lot more money with what they're growing and also have the bread operation on the side for women. And it's incredibly rewarding. It's entirely Ugandan run now. I just oversee it and send the money once a month. But it's incredibly rewarding. And I love that part of the world. And I would always try to recruit Gator fans there, but they don't really understand what football <laughs> is. <laughs> so yeah,
2: <laughs> that that's awesome. Uh, is there any future plans? Is it, is this kind of where you guys are going to just kind of keep this running and operating Is there future plans for growth or anything else?
6: Yeah, right now we're just, waiting for grants to sustain us in the future, but I still, you know, do work a few nights a week to oversee it from the U S side, but otherwise it's just the Ugandans on the ground. So.
2: That's awesome. Super cool project. Um, I do have it,
6: a fun story for you. If you yeah. Like. So, um, someone I know there who I lived with at one time, she was getting married. So I went to her, wedding and i had to buy her a present and there a goat is a great wedding gift of course so we went to the market we got a goat and then it came to transporting the goat to her wedding and all they had was a motorcycle so i rode a motorcycle with two people plus me and a goat
3: i can imagine you doing that that's the funny part
6: yeah, I'm so sad I didn't take any pictures or videos. But we're riding through town with this goat who's not having the best time. And I see someone in a Florida sweatshirt, like a brand new Florida sweatshirt. And so I just throw my arms up and yell, Go Gators! <laughs> and this goat got so upset, we almost crashed the motorcycle. <laughs> oh,
4: <laughs> you, God. <laughs> you should have you yeah. named
3: the goat Tebow. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
6: It's go. not too late. The goat is still alive. There you the go. There you,
3: go. <laughs> you got a perfect name for it.
6: <laughs> yeah, that's a really good one. I, I'll send send them that.
2: Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, Stacy, before we get you uh, off the show, we need to get you a score prediction for the game on Saturday. 28 to 3. Wow. All right. You only like got a say score. Zero, Four
4: but... touchdowns, Stacey. Four touchdowns? That's it? Come on. I like us for 60 well... points.
6: <laughs> hey, I want that too. I'm still rooting for that, but I don't know if I'm a betting woman. <laughs>
1: that, that's a nice okay,
6: first half score. 100
4: to zero? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. I think we hundred uh, if we focus.
6: <laughs>
2: okay that sounds good i love it i love it well yeah. stacy why don't you let everybody know where they can follow you on social media or follow any of the work that you're doing uh there in uganda as well
6: sure um stacy is spelled with an e but it's at stacy 42 nelson that's my instagram but my ugandan op- operation is cope which is k-o-p-e foundation um, and you can also find them on instagram and they really need money, so if anyone wants to donate anywhere from $5 to $50, it would be really appreciated, and your money goes really far when the conversion rate is very good for the U.S. dollar to the Ugandan shilling.
2: I love it. I love it. Well, Stacey, thanks so much for joining us on Stadium and Gale. We'd love to have you. We're rooting for that 100 to nothing prediction like you called. Yes, wait.
6: thank you. Thank you for correcting me,
2: too. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it, Stacey. Thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you. Thank, thank
6: you. you so much. I really appreciate it, guys. Go Gators. Go Gators. All
2: right. Hey, you just 100. You needed to get her comfortable,
6: you know?
4: Yeah, you, you can't you know? be just out here getting 28 points on Florida State. You know? Uh, no. Nah. Yeah. It's not what we're doing. Ahmad, as, as, as what's the word of
3: the week? What we got? Word of the week, Dan. You ready? I'm ready. Cause I called D Finley this earlier, and he knew exactly what I was talking D- about. D's
2: my boy. D, D- Tyler
3: used to. T- uh, about- we already talked about you. He said he' ready to come on the show, but Dan uh-huh. said, "I mean, uh, D said that you know he want to come on the show when we don't got a big game or nothing, because we always have dope, dope, uh, uh, you know, people on the show, and he always listens to our show. So he uh-huh. said he want to, come when it's not a big week. So D, I got you, bro. I got you. Word of the week. Word of the week is shade, man. You're a shade.
2: Wait, sh- y- you are a shade or throwing shade or uh,
3: you are a shade. You're a shade. You, you're like a shady person. It's not. You're sh- you a shade, man. You
2: a shade. can you use it a sentence, I please? I can't fool I you. Even, I, don't, I
4: don't even know this one, Dan. I can't. <laughs> <all right. laughs>
3: I,
2: can't, I can't even <laughs> Welcome to with my you. side of the table. Look, <laughs> I, can't, I,
3: I, I, I can't fool with you, Dan. You're a shade. <laughs>
2: Is, it doesn't mean like a shady person.
3: Like, it has to. Like, like you flaw. Like I can't. I can't vibe with you. You know. You know You're what I'm lame?
2: saying? Like, yeah. Basically. Boom.
3: Yeah.
2: Your is that what you call D? Oh, D, he a shade. <laughs> <laughs> he said
3: what? what I do? What I did, bro? And I'm like, so, I just want to see if you knew what it meant. Still, Janoris <laughs> used to wear that word out. That was Janoris favorite word. He call shade? you a shade, your shade tree. Hey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that I feel like that's one that I can use quite a bit in my life you sometimes you use words I'm just like alright well like maybe I'll you know sneak you know Fluky in there or candy Lady House or whatever but shit you gotta it. say remote man remote you gotta, ask, you gotta ask for
3: the remote control man for or something remote
2: control remote control man oh man mod I'm learning something I appreciate that bud yeah
3: man I got you bro
4: yeah I'm always Ooh. taking those too bro I didn't know that one you know,
2: you know so, that one. Uh, no, nah,
4: I, I ain't. That was that's a new one to me. Shade tree. And Janoris and is from Pawaukee, so So I, so I kind of
3: figured thought you knew it, but you know. Nah, nah, I missed that. They, <laughs> you know, they speak a different language over there a little bit, so. Yeah, I was
1: probably oh, at work bit. when they had yeah. that meeting. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: I was at work when they had the meeting for that word. I ain't make that one.
3: <laughs> Look, Janoris, probably made it up. That's the crazy part.
2: And I know we already talked a little bit about it, but we're going to uh, do a senior send off uh, for those guys that are playing their last game in the swamp. Uh, this senior send off segment is going to be sponsored by uh, our folks and friends over at South Georgia Pecan Company. Check them out, georgiapecan.com. Give them a call 800 732 2646. It's the holiday time. Uh, whether your company's looking for uh, for gifts for your clients or for your employees, uh, whether you're looking for some some sweet treats for yourself, something for uh, to fill the stockings, whatever it might be, give the folks over at South Georgia pecan a call. Uh, I know we're using them for some holiday gifts for my company, and I know uh, a lot of you guys have reached out to say, hey, they, they, uh, they have great products. So check them out. They have a lot more than just pecans. I know that they're going to be working with Spencer and doing some uh, some beef jerky stuff as well. So give them a call, uh, 800-732-2646, and that's georgiapecan.com. And, of course, that 10% off code is SGP10OFF, and then the number one, so SGP10OFF1. Uh, so let's get into – uh, talked about the seniors. Like I said, we know, I know we talked a, a, a lot about them and we don't have to, uh, we don't have to, to talk, you know, too much about them, but want to at least give H uh, H1 credit. Want to, you know, mention their name, mention, you know, maybe something that you guys liked or, or, or something that they brought to the team. So, uh, we already talked about Jonathan Grenard, uh, but, but fantastic addition, uh, you know, was, was a little disappointed to see him get hurt for a little bit of the season, but uh, an unbelievable player. And, and like we said, maybe a, 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 an all-American who knows um here's your boy Ahmad Adam Schuler. um anything you want to say about him
3: no I just I I just love his his tenacity and how he goes about things on the field and off the field he's a he's a great young man and uh You know, it was just, you know, cool to just interact with him in in the games on the sideline when he comes to the sideline and see his passion and the way he goes about his craft um, on the field. He tried to hype his his teammates up and and, and get them going. So, you know, I know know, Grenard was was more of a a leader on that defensive line, but Shula was right behind him. And and I just, you know, I feel like we're going to miss that kid down there.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Van Jefferson. Uh, again, a guy that came in, transferred from Ole Miss after they had uh, their issues over there. Real steady uh, player, and I think there's a chance in the NFL.
4: And shout, shout out, it. man, get get Swain to the swamp. The timeline recruited that boy, man. Max um, okay, Swain didn't want to offer him and give him an offer to commit. We had to pretty much start a hashtag to get that kid. That's
2: right. An
4: offer a committable offer, man. And, and look at us now. <laughs>
2: look at us now. Look at us. Shout now. out to Swain, man. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, we talked about Tommy Townsend. Uh, we talked about uh, Nick Buchanan, uh, Jabari Zuniga. I mean, three-star guy out of North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, where, anywhere. Out um, of Georgia, that's what it was. And uh, you know, came in. Uh, you know, a lot of us saw you know some potential in him. Uh, really, you know, stepped up over the last couple of years. It's a shame that he got hurt for part of this year, but I think Zoo has a a career in the NFL ahead of him. Uh, so big shout out to him. Wore the jersey proudly and, and played his heart out Absolutely. every year. Every play, uh, Luke Ankrum uh, from down there in beautiful Sebring, Florida. Uh, we already talked about Lamichael Piron and what he did and what he's meant to the Gators uh, throughout the uh, the last few years. Uh, Josh Hammond, obviously your guy that uh, catches anything that gets the ball in front of him, really stepped up, stepped out this year. I'll give him a ton of credit. Hopefully, uh, he gets an opportunity there in the NFL. Uh, Jawan Taylor, uh, the uh, number twenty nine safety. Um, you know, guy that uh, you know battled injuries from the end of high school through college. A uh, big shout out to him, David Reese. Uh, I know that we can probably talk about David Reese for a while. Uh, really came in, played that that middle linebacker position. Uh, probably would have been you know an all you know conference player uh, in the uh, in the Big Ten. Uh, came down to Florida from uh, I believe Michigan. I uh, really had a uh, an outstanding career for for Florida, and um, you know had a lot Sorry. of leadership on this team.
4: Absolutely solid, solid career. Very solid, career. It, man. Um, good bunch.
2: Yeah, Tyree Cleveland. We talked about him, and then Jacob Tillman, guy that uh, stepped into uh, the long snapper position uh, as a senior. Uh, has had a uh, has had a good season thus far, and the only reason we know that is because there hasn't been any bad snaps. I don't think, except for maybe no, yeah. that wasn't even on him. So, uh, so, so big shout out to him. Always awesome to see a guy uh, earn a uh, earn a scholarship. You guys want to talk
3: about any of those guys or anything else?
4: Yeah, I think we, I think we're good, man. Just shout out to them boys, man. They last time. Hey, the place is gonna be packed. Make it count, uh, make it count. count. Absolutely, yeah, man. Place place is gonna be packed, man. Y'all make it loud for these boys, man. They said they wanted loud, like Auburn was loud. So let's make it loud.
3: Man. Absolutely. This guy's uh, you know, turn this program around. per us say, you know, like like a lot of people say, man, this guy's bought in, and you know. I don't want to sound cliche, but that's what these guys did. And, and it's so hard to, to put your mm-hmm. trust in, into a whole new coaching staff, somebody that you ain't never built a relationship. It's just kind of like thrown on you. You know what I'm saying? So you wake up one morning with a new coaching staff that, you know, some of these guys weren't recruited by Mullen. So they don't know nothing about Mullen, you know, and his coaching staff. So for them guys to turn it around that fast and, and turn our program back around to, you know, almost where, where, where it should be and what that standard is, um, it's phenomenal. And we really appreciate those guys.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I want to give a shout out to the uh, to the walk ons as well. I know that that's a uh, that's a tough job. That's a uh, a thankless job. Uh, you get your you get you get beat up. Uh, so big shout out to to Michael Hart, uh, Brayton Hundley, Robert Clay, Garrett Connor, Will Thomas, Dennis Gross, Moses Gordon the third, and Edwin's uh, Sal Saldivar. So, Andres Saldivar, sorry uh, Typo there, so Andre Saldivar uh, So, big shout out to those guys I know that they, uh, they have a thankless job out there But I know that, uh, you know, they're helping to run scout team They're helping to do, uh, you know Fill in for your your terries and your acres And everything else, so big shout out to those guys
4: Yeah, we got another Gator Great to get on this show, man Let them hang out Let's vibe a little bit with the zoop dude Yeah, yeah
3: You have now arrived at Stadium and
2: Gale. And join us for the first time on Stadium and Gale. His former first-team All-SEC, Orange Bowl MVP, second-round NFL draft pick Taylor Jacobs. Taylor, how are you doing this evening?
0: Oh, doing good, doing good. Um, Just playing um, Tallahassee. in uh, You know, uh, rocking is the best way a gator knows how to up here, right?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. So, Taylor... Born, born and raised in Tallahassee. Uh, ta- talk to us about how you ended up at uh, at UF from, from Tallahassee.
0: Well, um, I was. Uh, I'm from Tallahassee, of course, and uh, my father uh, was my high school football coach um, at a uh, family high where he was um, also dean of students. And um, you know, kind of got to UF. I never really even thought that I was even that kind of caliber athlete to make it there, um, you know, God gave me the ability of speed and, you know, um, it's hard to teach somebody speed. And, that uh, you know, I had that and just figured that I was one of the faster guys out there. And then, um, you know, <laughs> university of Florida, when they offered me a scholarship, when coach Murray offered me a scholarship, you know, I was kind of thinking like, I'm not really a good football player, but I can run. And, um, <laughs> You know, I kind of got, I felt like they were kind of getting the wrong end of the deal, but, you know, winning down, <laughs> I was thinking like, this is a opportunity for a free education and, um, you know, just kind of, you know, um, worked hard um, and, you know, hard work pays off. And, um, you know, I got the opportunity, um, you know, in high school, but it was a long, hard road full of bumps and bruises and coming from a small high school, Where, you know, we basically had 16 players on the football field, couldn't scrimmage, full line scrimmage. We had half line scrimmage and we just, you know, kind of made the most out of what we had, um, you know, where we came from.
2: I love it. So so you got recruited by Steve Spurrier. Um, Spurrier laughed after was it your freshman year or sophomore year? Uh, And then you finished your career on sophomore year.
0: Uh yeah, he left yeah. um after my junior year. He left oh, after junior my year. junior year. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh went on to the Redskins and um I finished under uh Coach Ron Zook.
2: So talk to us about what that transition was like. How did the players take it? I mean when when Spurrier announced, obviously you were recruited by him. I know that obviously, you know, a lot of the players really loved him. Um, And, you know, he had a great system. That was obviously super attractive for a fast guy like yourself. What was that transition like from Spurrier to Zook? And then, obviously, you got fortunate enough to get drafted in the NFL, and it was by Steve Spurrier. And you went back, you know, under him with the Redskins. So talk to us a little bit about about that transition and, you know, what that experience was like.
0: Well, um, right after he – right before he announced was the – was the orange bowl in, um, 2002 where well, I was uh, fortunate to, um, get the MVP award. Um, and, um, you know, he announced that he was going to, uh, coach in the NFL and, you know, we had some, I had personally had some big decisions to make in a short period of time. And, uh, you know, um, that, you know, our locker room was always together. You know, we always bonded like a family and, uh, you know, I really thought it was in my best interest to stay and, uh, uh, Rex did as well. And so me and Rex kind of talked and we just decided that we would stick it out for our senior year there. We had a great group of guys and, um, you know, um, I was still learning, um, you know, how to play receiver and, uh, you know, Rex, uh, had the opportunity to possibly go for the Heisman and, um, you know, we, uh, it was, it was kind of one of those things that, you know, if we were going to mess up in our decision-making when it came to, uh, going pro or our staying, um, uh, my, our senior year, well, my senior year, his, uh, Richard, Richard junior year, uh, we we're going to make it hundred miles an hour. And we're going to look back and, um, you know it turned out great, I had some great memories um you know, coming back and staying that fourth year,
4: hey, Taylor, you said that uh, you you were fast, but you didn't really think you was a good football player at what moment right. in your in your college career were you realize that maybe you could go play professional ball
0: um gosh um you know honestly um it was um probably going into um my junior year um I guess, kind of in life, you know, when you kind of get put up against a wall, you know, there's not but one way to go. And you either gonna, you know, ball up and, uh, tuck your tail and sit in the corner and just get lashed, you know, by, um, you know, um, uh, your competitors or what have you or people that you're in competition with for positions and, or you're just gonna come out swinging and, uh, um, uh, my, you know, going, coming into UF, I was thinking that, um, that I was going to be able to redshirt because, and, and, um, when I was playing in high school, I was an athlete and I played all over the place and, uh, you know, um, quarterback, running back wide receiver, you know, safety and, um you know, positions on defense, I mean, uh, honestly, I was even the kicker as well. So, you know, I just kind of played all over the place and um, was not a real polished wide receiver. Um, And, you know, I came in with Jabbar Gaffney and uh, Elgin Hicks, and those guys were pure wide receivers. And I was coming into UF thinking that um, uh, that I was going to be redshirted and that those guys were probably going to end up playing, uh, so I had an opportunity to learn. Well, when I kind of when I got there, um, you know, I put down some good numbers in for in the forty time, and and was strong in the weight room, and you know, grew and and worked hard, and I ended up being the only true freshman on off offense that year, and you know, I kind of got thrust forward fast and you know when I got out there early and I wasn't quite ready I was used to playing in front of uh you know 100 people and walking into the swamp you know it was kind of a shock for me and you know kind of had stage fright and you know something bad sometimes happens to a uh young immature mind instead of you know hitting your reset button you kind of start to you the ball starts to roll in the wrong direction and you know that's kind of what happened to me uh and going into my sophomore year um um uh travis taylor and daryl jackson uh, went to the nfl and you know it kind of opened up um you know the wide receiver positions And, uh, you know, I was going to come in and and start, hopefully, you know, start my uh, my sophomore year. Well, you know, I struggled bad, you know, my sophomore year, and I just was in over my head. And uh, regardless how fast you are, especially playing in a conference like the SEC where everybody's fast, you know, the difference between a, a speed guy and a guy with average speed is a matter of inches. And you know angles can cut all that off, anyways. And yeah. so I just really just, um, you know, I I got behind the eight ball, and uh, Coach Spurrier called me into the office uh, right before spring, the the spring uh, uh, football season hit. Um, Was well, a spring uh, football after my sophomore year, and just told me, you know, we got guys coming in. Um, that we had a lot of good receivers coming in behind me and they were probably going to just demote me. uh, And, um, you know, something just kind of, I mean, that moment, it just, when he said that to me up in his office, I can remember sitting there talking to him and all of a sudden a light just came on and it just kind of said, you know, uh, a voice in my head just said, well, what do you got to lose? I mean, you just go Mm -hmm. out here and compete. I mean, you go out here and compete every day and empty the tank. And regardless whether you fail or, you know, succeed in a day of practice, you know, or, um, you know, uh, a scrimmage, you just empty the tank. And, uh, you know, if you empty the tank every day and somebody was able to say, Hey, listen, Taylor, you did the best you could do today. Here's your brick. And every day you did that, you got a brick and a brick and a brick. Well, you start stacking bricks and then, you know, what are you capable of building? Like what, if you start stacking bricks every day, you know, what, what would you be capable of building? And so every time you go out there and you fail and you recommit and you fail and you recommit, you come back as a better version of yourself. Uh-huh. And so because I mean, what do you have to lose out here? And so I just kind of took that approach and I go out there and I fail. I mean, I wouldn't fail ever fail like uh going half speed I would always fail 100 miles an hour and regardless whether I got it wrong I was all out all the time and you know things just started happening and it was just wild I started making plays and 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 uh spring football and then it it rolled right over into my junior year and uh as the third wide receiver I led the team and in, in, uh yards per catch And I became the big play guy. And, you know, it just took off from there. And it's like, wait a minute, I got a shot here. Like, I mean, I never even thought that I was good enough to play here. And all of a sudden, I might have an opportunity to, uh, you know, change some people's lives forever. And, uh, you know, really, you know, (laughs) I would like to, like, take credit for being that good. But, you know, honestly it was, it was the Lord just so in favor of my life. You know, I just, I couldn't, some of the okay. things that would happen, what would, would happen out there were just like things like, man, that were just, I mean, looking back on it, it was just like, you know, I know I put in work. I know that, that I, you know, sacrificed and, you know, I suffered blood, sweat and tears, you know, but at the end of the day, I believe that I was just, um, I was just chosen, man. Like I, I just can't take credit for it. Cause I just know that uh, I know that the Lord was working through me and I still don't know, you know, why, you know, I was so fortunate to to make it to that level, you know, but it's just amazing, you know, in life, you could be beating yourself to a pulp for years and years and years. And, you know, it's the amazing thing about the door of opportunity. It, it doesn't, and when it opens, it doesn't just stay open. It It's an open and closed door. Open, close, open, close, open, close. And I was just going to beat that door. And as soon as it opened, I was just going to explode through it. And when I got some momentum rolling, I mean, I didn't look back, man.
4: Now, how what was the homecoming like going back to Tallahassee? you from Tallahassee. What was the homecoming like pulling up with that orange and blue on?
0: Well, I mean, honestly you know i um i just i mean honestly I, I mean i'm a warrior man and i i i don't like um you know i love i love the gators um i really don't have you know um much love for for, for florida state i mean i love i love uf and um, you know I, I there's some great people at Florida state and I had some great friends there, great coaches, um, that I knew, um, and people that I grew up looking at, um, uh, looking at those guys, uh, you know, when they were a dynasty, you know, um, you know, looking at them, like, you know, these guys are just out of this world. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I, i you know, I'm a I'm a Gator, and uh, I uh, know that you know being a Gator, living in Tallahassee, and being from Tallahassee, you know it's kind of a a weird situation. But you know, at the end of the day, you know I, I'm here. My wife and my kids are here. My my mother and my brother, and my father are here. I'm from Tallahassee. I'm from a five zero, and uh, regardless whether you know, um, you know, the uh, the flags that I fly on Saturday, I'm a gator and it is what it is, it's what its kind of the way I look at it.
4: You flying them these days, it's a little spooky in Tally right now, man. You safe? You okay.
0: Was, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm I'm gonna be good, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, hey, I got I got the good Lord on my side. It's on whatever's gotta happen, let's go. <laughs> All
3: right, so, so tell tell us about your most memorable uh Florida State game. What you gonna remember right at the top um, of your head, you'll never forget.
0: Um, you know, just, uh, coming back my senior year, breaking thousand yards, uh, uh, coming off of, um, you know, that last game and I was, a, I know I was a marked man that game, uh, coming back to Florida state, uh, coming back to Del Campbell. Um, I was out for a month before then had a knee injury, um, you know, I was on pace to break basically almost every, um, um, every receiving single game a single season, Receiving record at UF. Um, I went to I went to the Georgia game with um, 900 and some yards. Got hurt like the uh, first couple, like first first running play, first two plays. I got run into by my running back I was out for a month and able to come back and um, finish out my senior season and break a thousand yards against um, Florida State. You know, it was um, it was uh, a was, uh, was a was a great time for me. So.
3: so, you know, me playing in 08 or uh, well, 07 to 10, but I was on the 08 national championship team uh, with that secondary. We had Joe Hayden out there, Janoris Jenkins, and major right. Um, and I was the other safety. Um, but we went against guys like, you know, Percy Harvin, Lewis Murphy, uh, Riley Cooper, right. uh, Hernandez every single day in practice. And that's what got us better because uh, we was going against, we felt like um, one of the best, you know, uh, offensive receiving courts out there. Um, right. who did you go against at practice that kind of like motivated you or who was the best uh, corner mm-hmm. you went up against at practice on the daily?
0: Well, you know, um, we had some good corners. Um, uh, Lito Shepherd was out there. Um, we had Benny Alexander that was out there. Uh, Robert Camardi, um, uh, Ratliff, Um, and you know, the safeties, um, Mark Emmanuel, um, Gus Scott, Todd Johnson, okay. um, uh, Corey Bailey was there, um, you know, and guys, and we had a lot of other guys um, w- that were out there. But as you know, I mean, you know, guys, it wasn't the guy that was um, that everybody knew about—that the white collar guy. It was the blue collar dog that was out there, was hunting, and um, that that wanted to make a name for itself. You know, those guys that were scrapping. Uh, getting, a, getting a chance to go against the guys that sometimes weren't starting but that was hungry um, was really, uh, you know, uh, a big help. But, you know, we had some battles out there one uh, in one-on-ones um, against the ones, uh, ones going against the ones were, um, you know, going against uh, uh, Lito, uh, my junior year. He left uh, our junior year. Uh, he stayed three years, but, um, you know, uh, going against those guys, you know, all and some of the guys that were there when I was a freshman were just like, you know, you go as you walk out there on the, as a freshman walking out there going against some of those guys just like and I never could be at that level. I just didn't have that confidence. But we had Lito Shepard and all those guys just. I mean, ballers. I, you know, you feel like you when they mm-hmm. those guys, just like you probably felt. is like it, it can't get any worse than this. Come game time, so if I can go out here and prepare against the best, and you know, game time come, it's going to be cake. Absolutely,
2: hey uh, Taylor, what was your favorite uh, rivalry game to play, or what was your favorite game um, during your time at UF? Uh,
0: definitely Florida State. You know, I, I, you know, I just um. You know, I, guys, you know, I hate to, you know, even just, you know, keep talking about it, but, you know, really, it's Florida State, you know, I, um...
4: Yeah, let's talk um, about it, yeah.
0: You know, <laughs> I mean, we, um, you know, just going against Florida State, you know, was, um, the game that I really, that I wanted, and, uh, and, uh, I wanted all the games. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, beating Florida State doesn't mean going to the SEC Championship, but, beating Florida State, you know, just kind of meant something to me. Now, with that being said, I, I played them four years. I won one. Um, mm-hmm. And so when I was there, they were getting the most, they're getting the best of us out of us. But, you know, to pull back into uh, to Tallahassee, you know, and play right across the railroad tracks from where I came up in high school, was almost surreal, and I know those guys had it had it out for me, and I had it out for them. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I kind of felt like, um, you know, uh, uh, we were gonna get out there and and battle. And and anybody that looks at you know the rankings, you know, that this team is ranked that. Uh, uh that team's ranked that. I mean, that, this team's unranked and, and, and that team's ranked high. That stuff don't mean anything. I mean, it doesn't mean nothing. I mean, when, when we get on the field, it's it's battle time, you know, and, and guys don't really, I mean, you know how those locker rooms get. I mean, guys don't really care what you rank, you know, what you're in the 40 in, where you come from, how big you are, how strong you are. You know, it's that it's the it's the one that, that that has no surrender in their heart, man. There's no retreat. I'm a dog, you're a dog, and we don't scrap. And the guy that feels like um not today, that ain't gonna happen today, is normally gonna be the guy that wins. And you know, football is a team sport and you know, you get enough dogs on one team, that team's gonna be hard to beat, man. And and uh, you know, Florida State Was you know the team that I really wanted to beat you know coming out you know but you know like I said they won they they won three out of four years that I played against them and uh, but but we had some battles so it was all good.
2: I love it, I love it. And so you're a guy that said uh, you know you didn't think that you'd make it you know into the NFL. What was your experience in the NFL like? What was the transition like from college uh, to the NFL? How similar was Spurrier's NFL uh, system? to from college did you feel right back at home talk to us a little bit about that
0: um well um it was um it was the same you know um but the nfl is um is a different beast you know it's not that um you know that yeah you got guys out there that is um that 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 are a little bit older that have families um that are the modern day gladiators of the world and um, you know, playing in the SEC, um, playing against, you know, some of the the you know um uh college teams that had that were had guys that were, you know, pushing out top draft uh, top draft picks, you know, across the board like Miami and um like Florida State and uh, some of the other good teams that are coming from the SEC and uh and the ACC. Um But when you get to the NFL, you know, guys are, I have that X factor, you know, they're grown men that's out there trying to take care of their families and uh, are willing to die for, you know, for that, you know, whatever it takes, you know, most guys, as long as I'm not selling my soul, you know, if it's got to happen, it's got to happen. And, um, you know, in the NFL, it's a lot of business stuff. It's not like... um, it's not like uh, in college atmosphere where guys are still out there just banging for for the love of the game. It's, uh, you know, it's a lot of business and, you know, politics and stuff like that. And, you know, Coach Furrier's offense, um, you know, uh, was the same as it was in college. You know, I just don't believe that, you know, he uh, uh, got a fair shot, you know, honestly. And um, I believe that, you know, had he had time to do the things that that he was trying to implement, um, his offense would have reigned just like in college. Uh, it just needed time. But, you know, the NFL, they say the NFL, NFL stands for not for long. And you don't have much time to prove yourself there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, after a while, you know, you get a couple of looks, you get a couple of years, and you know, get the job done. I mean, you don't have five, six, seven years to build something. You got to be now. And, um, you know, things, you know, just didn't quite work out, you know, for one reason or another. But it was the same mm-hmm. offense. And, I mean, I loved it. I mean, it was great. It's just, you know, it's just so many other things that are like behind the scenes that that people don't see. Um, that can affect what people do see, and you know people can paint the picture the way that they choose to paint it uh, according to what they see. But you know, I mean, there's not there's a lot of things that what people don't see that that uh, affect something.
4: Hey Taylor, give, give us a good Rex story, man. Um, he was a different quarterback than than that's at Sat University of Florida. We used to get the guys that are leaders and not the party guys. Rex was known as a party guy. He was a good uh, Rex story, man. What type, What type of leader was he? Um,
0: on the field, off the field, both. All right, um, Rex uh, uh, off the field. Uh, I, you know, man, just super cool dude. I mean, he uh, one of those guys that he is off the field the same person he is on the field. It's real cool. I mean. You never saw him. You couldn't shake him, you know. He, I mean, he, he had ice water running through his veins. I mean, he could handle situations on the field. It's cool. Uh, off the field, you know, me and him would uh, would play uh, uh, the college football uh, stuff that was on the PS2. <laughs> the PlayStation 2 is crazy to say PS2 right now because, you know, this generation, <laughs> this Xbox, yeah, right. and ps Four and all this kind of stuff, but but we used to play, um, you know, Xbox. I mean, um, PlayStation together, you know, for hours, and um, and um, you know, we um, you know, we're like two brothers, um, and uh, um, and so that was basically it. Off the field, uh, on the field, um, my senior year. Uh, we both decided to stay, and we we trained our behinds off all year, all, well, all off season, spring off season. You know, train hard, train hard, train hard. We going in training camp, and uh, you know, we roomed together in training camp. And uh, one night, uh, and we're in dog days of training camp. Uh, I, I I said to Rex, uh, I said I, I said I bet you won't throw it deep first play of the game uh, first, uh, first, first game of the year, first play of the game, first offensive play of the game, um, uh, of that season coming up. I said, I bet you won't. And, uh, he's like, I bet you will. And I said, all right, well, if you're serious, go tell coach. And, uh, he went and told coach and, um, and coach said it was okay. And, um, first play of the game, um, um first offensive play of the year our our, my, our fourth year there uh come call, the play comes in and, and it's a bomb and uh we went for like sixteen, sixty-nine 69 yards it was a bomb we completed it um first offensive play of the season and um but it started from that <laughs> that night in training camp me daring him to throw a deep the first play of the season and um like I said we went and talked to coach about it and coach said it was okay and uh, we had known from, gosh, uh, probably almost three, four weeks out, first play of the season would be, uh, would be a bomb. You know, no matter look, no matter what the look was, we're going for it. You know, because we wanted to set the tone early. Um, you know, uh, Coach Spurrier always ta- taught us, you know, that we're gonna, if we're gonna go out, we're gonna go out in a blaze of glory. You know, and if we, if we're gonna, if we're gonna win we're going to we're going to give the people what they came to see and if we lost we're still going to give the people what they came to see and that's just somebody that's going to go for it and we just wanted to set the tone and me and Rex, uh it started with uh a dare that <laughs> i bet you wouldn't throw it deep so that that was the on the field story It was cool nice man
4: appreciate you for hanging out with us man let's get a score prediction for saturday
0: um gosh um I want. I want to say. Um, hopefully, you know everything lines up. I want to say the Gators by two touchdowns. I like it.
4: I got and a lot Like of, I got us by like six, seven touchdowns. But yeah, I don't
2: know what you're <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna be cocky, yeah, we're gonna, gonna yeah. hey, get reckless on here. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Right.
0: I I just know. I know how those uh, rivalry games go, man. And, yeah. and guys just kind of finding the different level and yeah, uh
6: man. you
0: know when 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 you playing and <laughs> when you playing in those games and 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 you you ain't got nothing to do but be a, uh uh to be a thorn in somebody's side I mean what do you have to lose so you know guys get out there and start going for it. we just you know hopefully we can um jump on them fast and um, play hard and um come out victorious is what I'm hoping well well uh you know I you know we paid them back
3: for you, you know. I know you say you went one and three or four to stay. I went three and one. Uh, we're gonna blow that shit out. So um. there we go. <laughs> I, 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 I like went, I went it.
2: I, against FSU. I never yeah, played, you went four and oh. when I when I was four and zero. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I cheered, I cheered loudly. <laughs> 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 I did, I did my job right. <laughs> there,
0: there you go. That's it. Hey, teamwork makes the dream work. Absolutely. That's
2: right. Yeah. That's right. Hey, Taylor. Before we wrap up, why don't you tell everybody what you're up to now um i don't know if you're doing the social media thing at all if there's any place that somebody can can follow you or or kind of keep up with you
0: no uh you know i'm um i don't really do social media stuff you know i'm an old school country bumpkin i grew up on a farm so i don't really even understand that in the first place but uh i'm a um i'm a personal trainer um over here uh in Tallahassee. Um, I've been doing that for probably about 10 years, um, uh, ever since I finished up at UF and got done, I started personal training and, uh, um, I didn't see myself doing that. And, uh, so I've been doing personal training for, for over 10 years now. And, uh, you know, it's been great, you know, I learned, Mm -hmm a lot about myself, you know, uh, mm-hmm. when working with people that are not athletes, uh, the majority of time just learning, you know, how to, you know, a lot of stuff about, you know, who I am and, um, you know, you just kind of, um, you know, it's gone by fast, you know, my, uh, my wife and my kids, I have, uh, two sons, I have a daughter and I have a daughter that's waiting on me in heaven. And, um, you know, I um, just you know just live every day just like I did when I played football, just emptying the tank. And uh, you know, sometimes I do real well, sometimes I don't. But you know, you know it's that old school. I'm a fail, recommit, fail, recommit, and then you know and um, I hear that. You know, and just um you know just just you know doing this personal training thing. And um you know my boys, uh, we came back to uh, my wife and my two sons who came back to, uh, uh, the swamp to see him play in Vanderbilt, uh, awesome. um, a couple, a couple weeks ago. And, uh, my boys are football players. They, um, one's in middle school and the other ones in, uh, in elementary school, but they, they loved, um, it was, it's kind of cool to see them, you know, they're football players and they, uh, they have it too. You know what I had and they got it a little bit more, a little bit better than what I had, but, um, but they are they wanna be gators one day, and you know it's uh it's it'll be, it. It. be real cool to uh they're you know they're uh about sixteen months apart, and so they they play they compete hard they play hard um and uh and you know have that same mentality you no know, no surrender, no retreat we ain't going nowhere, we're just gonna be here and grind this thing out, so you know it's cool just to be you know a father and a husband and you know just do the best and uh, that that you can every day and uh, you know try to hold it together you know a lot of guys that that come out of the NFL they kind of they they start to crack even out of college they start to crack you know and and it's a real thing that guys really struggle with on a, a day-to-day basis but you know if you can hold it together and just kind of keep it in the road man it's it's some it's some uh it's a good life. You know, it's a good life.
4: That's real. I like all that, man.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right, Taylor. We appreciate you coming on the show uh, on this week. I know uh, this week means a lot to you, so we appreciate you coming on. Hopefully we can get you on again in the future, but thanks so much for your time and uh, go Gators.
0: Uh, Go Gators. And thank you guys for having me on here. It's such a uh, treat to be able to talk to you all tonight. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Thank you, man. We appreciate Appreciate
0: it. it. All All right. Now you take care. Have a good evening
3: you too bye bye I like the content dope man that was good yeah. stuff man yeah.
4: he
2: he wanted to get excited every time he got excited he wanted to <laughs> take it back a minute, but all right, that was a good show boys a I'm, a dude.
4: I'm a do. I'm he kept a lot of, a lot of humility in that interview man but he yeah. damn, damn sure don't like Florida State though I like nope. that and so yeah he, his energy is the same yeah
2: absolutely <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, you can definitely tell throughout his he's entire con- life, he's never liked Florida State.
4: You know? <laughs> he's
2: consistent. <laughs> he's never- he keeps that same energy. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir.
3: There you go. <laughs> all right, all right, Cam. All right,
4: hey, Cam, good load all this editing, bro. bro. <laughs> hey, you gotta fit all that all that little last little gibberish. You gotta keep that shit in. That shit was hilarious.
2: It was a dope interview, man. Taylor Jacobs was awesome. Uh, really good to have him on the show. Uh, this next and last segment, one of my favorite segments on this show is our Deep Dive of the Mod. Uh, that's always sponsored by our friend Sean Gibson over at Gibson Dive in Detail, uh, your go-to guy for, for boat detailing, underwater hull cleaning, dive recovery, anything associated with uh, with your boat uh, down there in uh, in the Broward, Miami-Dade, and Palm Beach County area. If you need anything related to boat detailing, underwater hull cleaning, or dive recovery, give Sean a call, 352 352- five one four one four eight six and again this is a plug for uh, for sean as well if you don't live in south florida still give him a buzz he knows people all over the state uh and all over the southeast so again give sean a call gibson dive in detail three five two five one four one four eight six so again deep dive with the mob we get these questions for our patreon account so you can subscribe to our patreon account uh at patreon.com slash stadium and gale uh, so we appreciate everybody and each and every one of you that are uh, that contribute on Patreon. So Ahmad, this can be an easy one. It's a topical question. Again, it comes from Patreon. Ahmad, what is your favorite memory from a game against Florida State?
3: Uh, my favorite memory uh, from Florida State, um, I got a few. I uh, just going out there in 2008. Uh, I remember just going through walkthrough, and it was just hot, like you know, it's warm. You know, it wasn't. Wasn't hot, hot, but it was warm, and the sun was out. Um, it was shining. It was a good, pretty day, uh, mind you. We never stayed in Tallahassee, by the way. Urban never let us stay in Tallahassee. We always stay outside in like Quincy or something. We never stayed in Tallahassee at any hotel. Um, but you know, we got up that morning. It looked nice. As the day progressed, it just got more and more dark. And by the time it was game time, it was pouring outside. So that was the rain game. That's when people had the face paint. Uh, we just cleaned, yeah, yeah, I remember him. I was there. Yeah. They threw, I think they threw us like five picks that day. It, it was just, you know, it, it, we washed them that day. Um, but I think the, the, my best memory was the next year, uh, in 2009, when all the seniors got um, got the, the, the go-out winners, uh, you know, Tebow and Spikes and all those those boys in. When Spikes just, you know, made angels out there on the F, because that was his last game after the game, uh, with a huge, huge uh, circle of teammates around him. Um, I just never forget that, you know, we had an awesome night that night and it was great. You know, we, we won, we, we was number one team in the country um, and we were undefeated. So, uh, you know, that was, that was a great night. I won't ever forget 2009 uh, Florida State game. Awesome. Dope.
2: Dope show boys. Yeah. What do you guys have about score prediction for this one?
4: I think we're getting the fifties, man. Um, I'm gonna say 52-10. I
3: give them ten points. Ooh, okay. Uh, I like us around the forty-two range. Um, mm-hmm. I think them boys, after we score a couple times and they get closer to the end, and uh, I think they start giving up, and you know we start start lighting the scoreboard up. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, um, I, I
4: I agree. I have a, some. I think we around. score every time we get the ball. I really do.
2: I, I mean, truly, if Florida <laughs> plays their game, they can, right? Yeah. I, I just Florida right. State's just not any good, uh, and they're demoralized. They still don't have a coach. Bob Stoops still hasn't, um, you know, come on board. I think that they expected Bob Stoops. The to ink is dry. Game, so yeah, the the ink is dry. What three weeks ago? Uh, so yeah, and then one, my favorite new one is that they turned down Mark Stoops. It's like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, uh, you didn't <laughs> I, <laughs> at all.
3: That's in,
2: the greatest part. Like I, I think I think some of them realize that like it's not a good situation to jump into, and they're like, "Oh, it's forced State. you'll rebuild." It's like, no, like it is an actual rebuild. Like it is not an easy job. So I can't AD. wait. They're gonna get a uh, a nice C list hire. They're gonna be, uh, you know, they're gonna try to prop it up on the timeline, and I'm here for the uh, for the giggles. Uh, I like Florida, but like about forty five, maybe forty five thirteen. Uh, 45-17 type of deal, uh, you know, maybe they score late in the game. But uh, I like Florida to blow them out. I don't think it's a close one. Uh, I think Florida runs away with it from the beginning. Uh, scores a couple times in their first couple drives, hopefully. Uh, you know, I know last year we kind of let them hung around, uh, you know, through halftime. But, uh, yeah, I like Florida to, to win big in this one. Cam, what about you, bud? Um, I'm hoping for something like 55-0. to Already, <laughs> I, I want
4: to get in the I want Cam, bro. g yeah, I, I
2: gotta I get
4: in know. the fifty. Yeah. <laughs> I want a lot of so, points right. for us and no points yeah, for them upgrade me. Yeah, uh, I need yeah, four setups in
2: the swamp this year. Wouldn't that be something, man? Wouldn't that be something? Alright, boys. It's a good show. It's a good show. Corey, so are your song Yo, this week? I got a song this week. So I think I had it last time that Cam had on the pop up show. Okay,
3: okay. <laughs> Hmm. Man, I wasn't prepared for this at all. I'll tell you that. Uh huh. Was I wasn't. I that when you put some bullshit content out there. No, I'm not.
4: I'm not. I'm not gonna pull. I'm not gonna pull at <laughs> <laughs> I still
2: can't get that dumb song out of my head. Because
4: right. <laughs> he thought it was fluky. <laughs> uh, he thought he definitely thought it was fluky. <laughs> Let me get uh YFN, YFN Luchi made for it. How about that?
2: All right, let's do it. Go Gators.
3: Da-deos.
1: Hey, hey. hey, so what if them niggas make more? I knew my time would come and had to wait for it. So every night a nigga pray for it. Ain't no going back, the only way is for See, some people, they weren't made for They rolling fit my wrist like it was made for And they hating, but what's the hate for? Yeah. Ain't no stopping for, we need breaks for Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm at they neck, ain't no letting up. No lettin fuck up. a vest, wish she neck enough. Life is chest, so I settle more up. Life's a gamble, I got hella of yeah. love. Told her we can fuck, but don't get comfortable. No. Ain't no ceiling on my car, driving fast, she uncomfortable. Yeah. I just flooded out my ring, look like a Royal Rumble. Like a Rumble They say money talk, then all you niggas do all it mumble door, And if Rumble. my bitch trippin', I might let her tumble let her And, her and her no matter momma. what I make, I still remain humble yeah. That's word to my mama. That's my mama It's a cold world, streets cold, dog Gotta yeah. keep yeah. it burning Hey, so what if them niggas make more? more? I knew my time would come and had to wait, wait, wait for it wait So every night a nigga pray for it, wait so wait 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 for it. Ain't no going back, the only way it's for they was not made for they roll it, in my rear like it was made for and they hating but what's the hate for, the hate for? Yeah. ain't no stopping for we need breaks for yeah. Yeah. see i can't lose we don't lose a million way to get it, little nigga just choose. I told, to go and eat. We wasn't having food. I showed my nigga how to eat. I ain't have nothing to prove. We was skipping school trying to go on the moon. The hood day coming up, shit. I'ma need some shoes. Might catch for an outfit, shit. That'd be a fool. And one thing about Lucha, I never needed to. I swear I can't wait to turn up. Look what we've been through. Lost both of my cousins this year. Fuck keeping cool. Yeah. on my side we ride for our kind. And then they tell you I don't play off my Hey so what if them niggas make more I knew my time would come and I had to wait for So every night a nigga pray for Ain't no going back only way it's for yeah. See some people they want not made for They rolling it in my reel like it was made for And they hating but what's the hate for? Yeah. Ain't no stopping for we need breaks for I'm letting up. Ain't fuck with vets, making up. Life is shit so I set them up. Life's up. a gamble, I got hell in love. I told her we can fuck, but don't get comfortable. Ain't no sitting on my cone,